Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Hi, this is Mathia Ford, and this week we're publishing episode number 10 being published on February 26th, and you can find show notes and other information at www.renaldiethq.com forward slash 010, and I'm so excited to have this as my 10th podcast. I'm so glad that you've been listening. I want you to know I got a question on the podcast email this week, and I wanted to answer it um, because I feel like that's a good way to do number episode number 10. The question was, can my stage 3 kidney disease get better with the right diet, or will it still get worse? And this person was concerned because they have had family members that have continued to progress um, with kidney disease. And what I will say to that is nothing's guaranteed. But when you follow the right diet, when you limit your protein, when you watch your sodium and you get your diabetes under control and you get your heart disease under control, you take your medicines, you do all those things, you have a very good chance of it slowing down kidney failure and not getting worse. And you should be able to live for a long time on those diets. The key to those is not ratcheting down where it's so hard to change anything. So not adding all the other restrictions. I get calls from people or emails from people. Can I, do I need to restrict potassium, sodium, phosphorus? And I say to them, what did your doctor say? Well, my doctor didn't say to do anything. Well then, okay, proteins are the best, but everything else should fall into place once you limit your protein and you get your salt under control. So I would say if you're worried about a family member and thinking, well, I'm just going to continue to progress, then my answer is that, yes, that's possible. But most likely, if you're doing what you can to take care of yourself, then you're not going to have that problem. Okay, so thank you so much to the person that wrote in that lovely email. And now I want to go, this month is Heart Healthy Month, and I want to talk about being heart healthy, and so today I want to give you 10 tips to heart healthy living. That's 10 ways that you can improve your health and live longer. First, number one is to eat more fruits and vegetables, and I know we've said this a hundred times, whether it's me or some other dietitian, eat more fruits and vegetables, but the fact of the matter is that they're low-fat, high-fiber choices. And they are going to keep you feeling full. You you are going to eat these. They're virtually low in calories. Um, watch for potassium if your doctor says to. But if he doesn't, then do your best to just find yummy fruits and vegetables that you're willing to eat and consume them. And if you fill up on those instead of snack foods, you're going to be a lot better off. You're going to feel good and you'll have all the energy that you need later in the day. So eat high fiber, low, low fat choices. But if you can't do that, just eat the fresh stuff. That's better for you. 
Okay, number two is to control your portion sizes. Now, we have a relationship with a company called PortionMate, and they um, make some little circles that you can use to put in your on your food and only fill it up that amount, and that way you know you got your portion size. But, you know, you have to watch. Choose your um, plate. Choose my plate on the USDA website is a great way to place to start, but you have to start with your plate and deciding that you're going to have small portion sizes. You might want to eat more mindfully instead of mindlessly. And so what that means is instead of just cramming food in your face, the minute you see the donut, you've got it in your mouth before you even take a breath and can think about it. What you want to do is take a minute, take a break mentally or physically or whatever and say, I don't need that donut. It's just going to make me worse. And so those sorts of things can really help you. Number three, eat more whole grains and avoid white foods. Now, obviously, if your doctor has told you to watch the phosphorus in your diet, then you need to limit your white or your whole wheat foods. But other than that, eating more whole grains and avoiding the white foods is excellent way to go. Look for the colorful alternatives to put on your meal, and then that way you'll also be getting more veggies, so you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Um, number four, limit bad fats. Fats that can clog your arteries. Fats that are solid at room temperature. Fats that cause heart problems. Choose the unsaturated fats. That's olive oil, canola oil, even sat- sat- sunflower oil. All those types of oil are healthy for you. They're unsaturated because they're liquid at room temperature. So look at things that are going to clog your arteries and cause heart problems. Um, Trans fat as well. So just watch your labels for the trans fat and try to pick the item with the least amount of trans fat in it because I know sometimes you can't find one that has just regular, you know, ingredients in it. Number five, choose high-quality, low-fat sources of protein. So if you are going to get some meat, don't buy some cheap old thing that you got to pound to death and you got to eat and chew on for five hours. Buy yourself some nice choices of meat. If you only have five to ten ounces a day, enjoy it. Remove your skin from your chicken. Cut off your fat from your beef and your pork. Cook um, in a way that removes the fat, like grilling or broiling. I recommend you do all those things to get the lower, lower fat, high quality protein. Number six, lower your salt intake. Salt raises your blood pressure and it will cause swelling. So work on reducing the amount of salt intake by taking the shaker off your table, seasoning with other options, using substitute flavors. I love to add lemon juice. It's just delicious to things. And I I like to add a little butter and a little lemon juice to my rice and I'm good. But use the no salt seasonings, Mrs. Dash, whatever you have available. But lower the salt intake and just as low as possible. But try to get below 2,000. Number seven, plan your meals. Here's a big surprise. I, I provide a meal planning service and I'm recommending you plan your meals. But listen, instead of being at the mercy of your hunger... Plan your meal and know what you're going to have. When you don't plan, you're at the mercy of your hunger. Pick a day of the week to shop. 
plan ahead for each day's activities. So what I mean by that is, in my case, I know that my kids are going to go to activities on two nights a week. I know that I don't have time to get home and cook them a decent meal. They're going to have a sandwich. Why should I plan for a full meal that evening when all I'm going to do is not make it and not going to buy the food? So I'm going to buy some healthy deli meat and I'm going to buy some healthy sandwich bread and I'm going to make sure they have a sandwich when they come home. But I've planned for that. Plan out for each day's activities. Write it out. Find items in your in your um, pantry or your cabinets and do advanced prep. So when you get home from the grocery store and you know that this week you've got zucchini and you've got to chop it and you've got to dice it, go ahead and do that when you have the energy or when you have a little bit of time on Sunday. Make sure that that happens so you've got the packaging all ready. Um, that makes it so much easier. Okay. We're into the home stretch now. Number eight, exercise on a regular basis. It provides a great deal of benefits to exercise. It strengthens your heart, improves your cardiovascular system, helps you use oxygen better by improving your overall circulation. Um, It increases your energy. It lowers blood pressure. It can help you reach a healthy weight, which also improves your health. It fights depression. It improves your sleep and helps you feel relaxed. I mean, all these things are great, but one of the biggest benefits is whatever you're going to get out of it when you just do it. Um, Go walk around the block and see how good you feel after you've done that a few times, how much more you can do and how little it took to get there. Okay, number nine, ask about medications to improve your kidney disease. Your doctor needs to be making sure that they've checked your blood pressure, they're checking your cholesterol. If you need to take either of those medicines or combinations of medicines for those to lower them, that's healthier than developing kidney disease. So go ahead and ask about the pros and the cons. That's always a good idea. But move forward and make a decision, but don't be upset if you didn't choose to use your your doctor wisely like getting some statins to help reduce the kidney inflammation and improve the kidney tissues and lower your cholesterol. Okay, number 10, take your medications as prescribed. Your medications cannot do their work if you don't take them properly. So if you don't have, if you take your medication, let's take phosphorus binders, for example, because they're a perfect example because they're supposed to go in with your meal. So you eat them Two hours after your meal, they don't do a darn bit of good. They have not trapped any of that phosphorus that was in your food and kept it out of your system. So those are the things that you need to do to improve your heart health. And let me go back over them real quickly. Number one was to eat more fruits and veggies. Number two was to control your portion size. Number three was to eat more whole grains and avoid white foods. Number four was to limit bad fats. Number five is to choose high-quality, low-fat sources of protein. Number six is to lower your salt intake. Number seven is to plan your meals. Number eight, exercise on a regular basis. Number nine, ask about medications to improve your kidney failure. And number ten, take your medications as prescribed. So do all those things, and you'll be in a much better place, and I 
encourage you just to take a minute this week and to think some good thoughts and to calm down, but to just know that if you need to deal with your heart disease and if you have some problems, then you need to get those taken care of because you do have a higher risk of heart failure or heart disease with kidney failure. Thank you very much for listening this week. Have a good week and I'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks, and we will talk to you again next week.